This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters, we don't need that scum. A UTV Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now, it's time to collect those credits. As you will. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bounty Hunt, a UTV Network podcast where we cover all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and a little announcement. Before this episode, where we covered episode 11, Daughter of Ferrix, we decided to merge our shows. The Bounty Hunt and The Living Force were merged to talk about Andor because we just love it so freaking much. So you're about to hear the audio of our discussion of episode 11, Daughter of Ferrix. All right, fellas, let's take just a little bit of time now to talk about a little indie show that, (laughs) um, you know... I mean, honestly, not enough people are watching, but but enough people are watching, and it's called Freakin' Andor. Um, previously, we've chatted about every single episode of this on our sideshow, Bounty Hunt, but a lot of us chatted, and we said, you know what? With how crazy life has been outside of Utini, and with, honestly, how important this show is, we wanted to bring the discussion of the show onto the main living force. So tonight, we're going to go through the last two episodes, episodes 10 and episodes 11, and we're just going to kind of talk about them as one whole. We're going to talk about some of our favorite parts. And then, guys, we got the finale of Andor this coming Wednesday, which is crazy. The finale of season one is already upon us. I'm so sad about it because, honestly, this has been my favorite Star Wars project we've we've gotten thus far. Um, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that ending. Let's begin, though, by taking you all back. First, oh, first of all, complete spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, <laughs> I mean, come on. Total so spoilers. Many spoilers. Total spoilers. Total spoilers. <laughs> uh, let's. We're gonna recap episode ten first. Talk a little bit about that. We'll do episode eleven. Talk a bit about that, and then we're going to finale. So, episode ten, one way out. This begins. It's time to break out of the prison. Tomorrow is the day, and Cassian and Kino ready the prisoners for the big breakout. And Kino delivers a rousing speech where he says, "No one is getting <laughs> out." Uh, actually, sorry. Corey, can I get can I get your best? No one is getting out. Can you can you can you can you deliver that for us? I wow. don't think I can. <laughs> Talk about putting him on the spot. Just tell me. Oh my god! I, I, I don't even remember the scene. <laughs> all right, all right. Wes, Wes, that was back to me. Wes, literally Wes, weeks me. ago. <laughs> Eric, if you ever do that to me, <laughs> <laughs> you ruin it for me. Fine, fine. He said, Kino gives a rousing speech and says, "No one is getting out." It's like that. <laughs> then we go back to Coruscant where Mon Mothma has a meeting with Davo Skulden, remember from, from, uh, from Chandrila, who provides a solution to her money problems, but he only asks one thing in return, an introduction to her daughter for his son. Mon Mothma strongly declines. Back on Narkina 5, Cassian busts a pipe to begin the flow of water on the floor of the prison as the prisoners fake a fight during a new prisoner introduction. This shorts out the floor sensors and the breakout begins. They climb, they fight, and they die as Cassian and Kino make their way to the control room. They cut the power to the facility as Kino gives one of the best freaking monologues in all of Star Wars history and tells everyone that there is one way out. The prisoners finally make it outside to the prison walls and the waiting ocean below, but as they jump... Kino reveals that he can't swim. Back on Coruscant, ISB Supervisor Lonnie Jung makes his way to the lower levels of Coruscant to meet Luthen. 
Lonnie has been an informant this whole time, and he wants out. Luthen gives another one, another one of the best speeches in Star Wars history, <laughs> doing the same episode, where he tells Lonnie there is no way out. Luthen is burning his life for, quote, a sunrise he'll never see. We end then on Cassian and Melshi running for their lives away from the prison. So, this was two weeks ago. A lot of climbing, a lot of action. Easily the most action-filled episode we had so far. I want to ask you fellows to start. This is currently the highest-rated Andor episode on IMDb with a freaking 9.5. Wow. Um, Straight up doesn't Whoa. deserve it. Uh, uh, I would say yes. Yeah. This is my favorite high. episode. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so, man. I think this show, this episode was fantastic. Um, uh, the pre- we I think we all knew the Prison Break episode was going to be really, really good, but they really yeah. nailed it with the whole uh, yeah. the shot at the end of slowly zooming out, and you could see oh. the like the splashes of the people swimming in all the different directions. That was yeah, that where was it looked dope, like the, the Imperial. Uh, I didn't yeah, make the yeah, Imperial yeah. symbol, and then they're just swimming away from it. Like God, that the the symbolism of that was just yeah. amazing. That was really good. That was really good. Yeah, I think Andy Circus. He really, oh he really proved himself in this episode. Not that he For needed sure. to. I mean, good lord, he's a yeah. phenomenal actor. But yeah, wow. here's the shot that Wes is showing now. But, but I mm. really was hurting when he got left behind. Man, I really was can hurting we, when he. Can said we he talk can't about swim. that? I want to talk yeah, about let's, that let's because that because I have a genuine question. Can people really not swim? Like just like you know, yeah, just try it. Like, can you just like? <laughs> Are you a doctor that has never heard no. of drowning? No, no, no. Yes, of course I've heard of drowning. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Like this is a this yeah. is a re- yeah, this you is don't a recurring. Know how, you'll you'll die. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Dale their can't arms swim. and legs. In their arms and legs yeah. aren't working in sync. So yeah. when you're flailing, you're not yeah. actually staying buoyant. You're not staying above the water. Yeah. You have to you know you know kind of keep it all smoothed out. But I'm thinking like yeah. you can get. You can get four or five people where he can hang on to the back of their legs, and the guys can just. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a floating you know? prison. Well, There's a boat, or at least a life jacket. <laughs> like this was a this was an end of Titanic scenario where like there's a room on that door. I, I will say, I will say that, sh- that shot you showed us, West. Though we see the prison from above. There's no land far. we see, and at the end yeah. we see Cassian and Melshi and no one else. I think it is. I think maybe it's just because I'm I'm a little more. Mm. I guess I guess I'm I'm giving into the darkness of the show. Mm-hmm. I think there's absolutely a possibility that Cassian and Melshi are the only two that made it. Survive. I think that they asked that question. Swim. Says you know that, that is did, yeah. He asked you ever that tried question. to swim like yeah. If let's you're not be, a swimmer and you try to swim like half a mile, you, no, absolutely let, not. Let's be let's be clear. I am not I'm not shitting on the realism of the idea of him not being able to swim. Like I'm just like you know this is this is you know. <laughs> galaxy far far away i mean they have like the internet and like tv and shit like i mean don't you think that that's why like, they can't swim Corey. Like, they're all seen, inside watching tube <laughs> <laughs> he's like seeing people swim i mean don't you think you would like want to you'd want to try i mean I don't, I don't know like i mean I, I think i think he jumped maybe and he's I think from he tatooine bit, bro. and then i think jumped and drowned yeah, maybe so. that's my maybe that's he's my from assumption. tatooine but but it's Ooh. Wow. Yeah, did, did Luke <laughs> everyone's from Tatooine. Everyone's from Tatooine. Can Luke <laughs> swim? That's the real question. Yeah. Guys, Kino Loy is a Skywalker. I think that's what we're missing out. <laughs> if he decides to be, he is. Damn, you got me there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I will say, Andy, Circus going from, to your point, Charles, of having the first outburst in, in the barracks where he was like, no one's getting out. They're going to kill us all. We have to go. Then he gets the straight-to-the-camera monologue uh, where he's talking to the prison. 
great moment where he's that just was, yelling at everyone was, they had to go. That was oh, yeah. heavy as shit. Him <laughs> struggling yeah. with the words. That was like one of the most beautiful mm. monologues I think that I've ever seen. That was to seen. us. Like, you know what I liked? As an audience, like he was speaking to us a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah. God. You know, you know what I liked about this was that Cassian, even though he's like the main character of the show and he was sort of the instigator for a lot of this, he didn't have to teach Kino Loy what to do or what to say. Like, yeah. Kino Loy was yeah. already uh, an incredible leader, and and he just needed to be pointed in the right direction. And that's what Cassian did. He just gave him a little push, and Dude, then that's his all gift, of that, man. Yeah, yep. exactly. And then all Pretty of that Jim. came You're from so right. Wow, from Kino. Yeah, it was it was so nice. Yeah. Yeah, does yeah, Kino I, I totally play agree. Kino? Does he like go to bars and get those little cards and play Kino? That's my question. <laughs> He's a Kino speaker. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, uh, look at that. Yeah, at that. I, I, I also think I want, I want to give a huge props to the, um, the like the direction of this episode because I realized I was thinking about Andor as a whole, and this was a finale of an arc, right? And like the three finales of the arcs was the episode where they where they banged on all the pipes and we had the huge shootout in the first one uh-huh. then we had the eye which was visually gorgeous and then we had this like they're ending their arcs on their best episodes and i don't i can't yeah. remember another show that's done mm. that like you always want to end at the high note and my god like the amount None of the, action and no climbing, other climbing like wow not only do very few have have any of the star wars shows that we've seen in live action have they been able to hit these highs like consistently i mean there's been three very nice beautiful peaks like in this in the quality of these episodes that's that's rare for a tv show like straight up yeah absolutely absolutely like i've watched i mean i watched like rings of power recently and i Mm -hmm. loved rings of power i was blown away with that show but like it didn't hit like this like where there were like like three very nicely beautiful arcs. I mean, yeah, they get the they get the you know the cliffhanger at the end, and you leave you leave like excited for the next episode, and they get that right in stuff. But like these three arcs have been unbelievably good. Like yeah. almost like they almost have like no right being this good. Like that is I just yeah. can't I just can't believe how good this prison episode was. And it's the third time I've said that in a season of like <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. I mean, how yeah. is the finale gonna nail it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy because like you get and you get these performances. Like obviously, Circus is such a star in this episode, and but then it, like that is that at that moment I was watching that speech he has with "There's one way out, we have to climb." I'm like, okay, this is the best speech. And then we get this this additional climb. scene of Luthen Rail, Stellan Skarsgård, giving almost a five minute monologue yeah. to Lonnie, who I, I love that reveal because we've seen him in the meetings uh-huh. and. I, and of course, he's got people everywhere. They've been highlighting him. him. Like, we, we asked that question, like, who is this guy yeah, that they keep showing guy? and stuff? And, uh, yeah. Like, it was that you, I think we thought he was you, Lauren, at one point or somewhere. And, like, but dude. then he comes in, and then he's like, yeah. I have a family. And he's like, I am burning my life down for some I know, I dude. I wish we had – I, like, I don't and care. I'm like, wow. I wish we had the freaking Woo! dialogue, the transcript for that speech because that was brutal. That's it's like Emmy shit right yeah. there. That is, what I did it cost everything? Like <laughs> – Exactly. It was just yes. brilliant, brilliant yeah. dialogue and writing. This was an unbelievable yeah. cool scene. And oh man, the the throwbacks to like Empire with this scene and the in the yep. catwalks and the doors and the lighting, like this was a badass scene, man. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. That realization of like, oh no, I, I will not see this rebellion. Like I'm gonna die as an enemy. Like, yeah. people, like I am not <laughs> being a hero which is so crazy because every hero of the rebellion we've known luke leia mon mothma han like 
you get the glory at the end. That's the whole point. And Luthen's like, no, Lonnie, we are screwed, man. <laughs> but you know yeah. that. Like, what? And a- Lonnie, Lonnie came down there thinking he had a chance to actually be out of this. <laughs> I'm putting in my two he weeks. He was just like, I, know. Just, I just don't want to do it anymore, okay? Just leave me alone, and I'm going to turn my phone off, and when is this going to be it? So, no. Just when I plug your names, they pull it back in. <laughs> I, I also I also liked a little bit of the hero narrative that was in there too, right? Because like he, he also he didn't just say like you're in too deep, you can't get out. He also said you're you know a damn hero, and we freaking need heroes yeah. in the rebellion. Like you're the only way that people are going to survive. Yeah. Like that was in there too, and like yeah, it was yeah. it was good. It wasn't just a it wasn't just a brutalist like. I think we're meant to feel a little bit that Luthen is a little bit of a bad guy, like to some oh, degree. Yeah. Oh yeah, right? and but yeah, like he's ruthless, I guess he what is. He needs. Yeah, yeah, it, but like we also see that he does maybe genuinely care about, you know, I mean, he genuinely cares about. He have to care about the cause, right? He genuinely does care about it, mm-hmm. and like you I love care the not about the cause. I know, and I love the <laughs> yeah. I love the way that he <laughs> talked about this too, as if it was just a system that he had designed. Like, I think he used the yeah. phrase, yeah. I I figured out, uh, I see her, I've been using the formula since the beginning. He used the word formula to describe yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that, what a great word choice to describe this, like, systematic destruction of the empire as a formula. That's what it is. That's mm-hmm. what the, that's what it has to be for the rebellion, right? It's a calculation, yeah. right? They like have it's to be a organized. Right. It's a it's a we're going to sacrifice you because is of the of the mathematical requirement, right? Like it's very yeah. robotic yeah. a little bit and yeah, like which we I, get in the next episode which we like literally we go yeah. we go body by body. Yeah. Like for sure. For sure. Yeah. Big God, fan. This, Big fan of that. Yeah. This episode is was was really wild, and, and mm. since I I, th- I think it, I think it, it meshes in so well. Let's I'm gonna let's go to the let's go to the next one too and talk about them as a whole because I think they do work so well, even though it is yep. technically the next arc. Um, episode eleven, daughters of Ferrex or daughters daughter daughters of Ferrex. We get uh, this last week. Um, again, <laughs> full spoilers. We're already there, uh, but this is how this one goes. As a reminder, we we begin with Cassian and Melshi as they attempt to escape from Narkina, but they're captured by native Narkinians. Don't see a lot of aliens in the show, so we get some aliens. Uh, but we begin at Ferrix. Uh, Marva has died, and B two is not taking it very well. He's a sad dog, and it makes me feel horrible. Uh, however, the daughters of Ferrix apparently require his assistance. After revealing their hatred for the Empire, however, Cassian and Melshi are released by the Narkinians, and they head back to Niamos, where Cassian left his stash, and the two get ready to move out. Meanwhile, Vel visits her cousin, and Mon Mothma shows her Liada's new cult club? Arranged marriage society? I don't know. She hates it. But they discuss their continued rebellious progress on the side as Mon Mothma just, like, cries about her life. Cyril, meanwhile, checks back in with us, and his old buddy, Sergeant Mosk, sir, uh, tells him about Marva's passing. And this may be Cyril's chance to reclaim his name and his honor. Luthen visits Saul Guerrero who now wants in on his plan with Krieger, but Luthen declines and informs Saw it's got to be a trap and you just got to lose 30 guys. Deal with it. The two finally understand the depths the other one is going to go to, and although they don't like it, they'll accept it and call it war. As Luthen leaves, though, he's hailed by an Imperial ship, but instead of being taken, my boy pulls an insane aero maneuver, takes out a bunch of TIE fighters with side lasers and missiles, and it's great. And then back on Niamos, however, <laughs> we end on a downer where Cassian gets a call over to Ferrix where he is informed of his mom's death and he is devastated 
and looks to the horizon, looking for Marva, who will never be there again. So, yeah, very different episode. Uh, again, some massively awesome moments. Um, Can we talk about Luthen's woo! ship? Maybe, maybe being the most badass, <laughs> amazing, oh, wow. unbelievable. The CGI was flawless. That was the coolest shit. It was so good. That's I was, the coolest I was, shit I think I've ever seen. Like straight yeah, up, I was keyed <laughs> in. I was keyed in on the CGI to see how they would do it, and it was. Amazing. It was they phenomenal. didn't screw it up whatsoever. Like, yeah. That was so creative. We've never seen any ships do that kind of thing. Like, what did he shoot out? Like shards of glass and destroy the, yeah, yeah. And destroy the satellite? And then yeah, the, the effects cool. of like all the little specs and it shattering. That was brilliant. I've never seen anything like that before in a Star Wars ship yeah. or like I, you, you should be more limited than this in this mm-hmm. space universe, right? Like we've been yep. like they keep, but they somehow keep coming up with crazy new random ideas yep. that just happen for a second that just blow your socks off. Like yeah. this is the coolest ship I swear to God I've ever seen. Like this, look and at I also, this. I also love that. Like <gasps> so, this shooting these back into the tractor beam, amazing because no one ever oh escapes the tractor beam. We've been taught that since episode <laughs> four, right? That that is Star Wars canon. But then, when he does no. the lasers, my favorite thing is that that's been in the trailer. And Star Wars has always been, we're only going to show the first three episodes. But I, get, I feel like Tony Gilroy saw that on the dailies and was like, all right, shit, we got to put that in the trailer. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that was the <laughs> like, coolest no freaking thing I've ever seen. So there was, there was like, I think there were like three or four attacks, right? There was the... The laser disc thing getting destroyed. Yep. There was the lightsabers coming out of the side, and that that yep. fast yes. pivot shit that he did <laughs> and yeah. cut those two in half was like, yeah, man, I get, that that really did have the potential to be like kind of cringy or bad, and it yep. wasn't. It was, yeah. I cannot tell you how excited I was about this stupid scene. Like, it was just the <laughs> coolest shit I've ever seen. It was just legitimately, I think, the coolest. Yeah. ship thing that I've ever freaking seen in, in yeah. Star Wars. Like, well, and he, and he tried to do the whole, like... Um, Look uh, at that yeah. shit! Look at that thing! <laughs> and he, he's unfazed. Uh. He's like, yeah, it's Tuesday. I just do this. Yeah. Like, he tried to put on... Remember, we talked way back when about that moment where he puts on the little air of, oh, oh, so sorry, I was just leaving. And he tries it for a second, and he's like, listen, I'm trying to save your lives, guys. Like, I don't want to kill you, because I'm going to kill you. I, like... Luthen really gave me the vibe, and, and it's and it's kind of the opposite of Han Solo, right? Where every time Han gets in a firefight, he's like, "Hold together, uh, yeah, I'll try something crazy," and he, and he escapes. Luthen is like, "Oh no, I, I'm playing chess. I know I'm gonna win this. Um, so just give me a second to charge up, and then I will destroy all of you." I think my favorite thing about that entire scene, though, is actually the Imperials' reaction after he jumps to hyperspace. Because he's just, like, staring out the window. And it's, like, probably a good, like, seven-second shot of just this guy staring. And then he just shakes his head, like, real real slow. That's it. That's like, that's his whole reaction. I was like, I thought he would be, like, screaming. And he just stands there and stares out and then just gives a little shake. Yeah. That's funny. I mean, <laughs> see, it's so and subtle. It, it, what'd you guys think about, look, let's go just a couple seconds before it since we're on Luthen. Um Obviously, we get his amazing, like, literally, that I, I hope, Emmy-worthy monologue last last week. And then we get this moment of him going to Saw and, and him literally <laughs> saying, nope, I'm not going to talk to you about this. I am going to kill 30 men, and you got to be cool with that. Like, that, uh, where, like to, to make Saw be like, damn, that takes a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I, I remember him saying, like, if I, 
Because uh, Saul was like, how do I know you're not ISB? Mm-hmm. How do I know you're not working with ISB? He's like, if I was ISB, you'd be dead already. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Whoa. Or why And also when he screws them, he's like, yeah. yeah, who's my guy? Oh, it's yeah. two tubes over there. And he's like, what? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not me. <laughs> he grabs him. That was brilliant. I love that. Yeah. But it, Can it we shows, also just – sorry, go ahead, Charles. I was just going to say, it shows, I think, in the couple short uh, – scenes that we've seen saw in they've done a good job of showing he's not like totally crazy yet but you start seeing no. those seeds of doubt like he was he was yep. looking around he was like who in here like do you have that's one of my guys or i think that's my guys like that's where some of that yep. craziness starts that we eventually see in rogue yeah. one did they send you to kill me yeah like, that's where that line yeah. comes from somebody warned him too right i can't remember was it was it two tubes that told him he was in a mood is that what he said yeah, two tubes told yeah. him he's in a mood. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting to kind of see that maybe some of the people in Saul Guerrero's camp like do have yeah. trust everybody and stuff. And I also just want to point out that Forrest Whitaker is like a god tier level actor in every single so I every single time. I, I, he, I mean, I, I can't I believe, can't not believe what he does. No, it's, it's so no. freaking good. It's really impressive. Like genuinely. Yeah. Like I mean, he just. He killed this craziness. Like looking around, can you show that scene yeah. that you were just showing there again? Like, yeah. Yeah. like I just cannot believe. Like this was just so believable. Saul is just very unhinged yeah. in this. Yeah, these shots. he really is. Like this, Wes. This is for you. Saul in this scene is kind of like Sam Darnold. He's just seeing ghosts out there. You know, exactly. like he's just, like, <laughs> like he's hearing voices, sure dude. Look at him. Like how? It's oh just, yeah, it's a freaking Forrest Whitaker, man. Like he just nails this. Yeah, character. He's so good. Like, there's, there's, there's the walls are bugged, kind of crazy, yeah. right? Like, I, I loved it. This was a cool scene, <clears throat> and and I like the the dialogue was complex. This wasn't a simple, yes, convincing yeah. saw of doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, of mm-hmm. I mean, he just that was all really cool of him, kind of explaining, like Luthen explaining his thought. Like he had a moment of weakness. I feel like a little bit Luthen did. He didn't have to tell yep. Saul that. Like he didn't have to tell him, mm-hmm. but he chose to You're for right. some reason, and. Like, and then Saul is in. Like he he believed yep. it. Like like, yeah. And I, I love that he kept repeating, and Krieger too. That was repeated I yes. think three times. He's like, Who he so doesn't you, like. So you're he gonna sacrifice like thirty it. men, and and every single time Luthen's like yep. plus Krieger every single plus time. Krieger. That was such a cool weird little yep. dialogue choice. That was really neat. Like yeah. it, it helps solidify the idea of like. Yes, we're solidifying. I mean, yes, we're 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 killing and sacrificing thirty men, but they're people with names. So yes, and that's what yep. Krieger represents in the yeah. in the dialogue, and that was just mm. brilliant. Yeah. Of like these, and are I not think we just... see that in season two. I think that's the kind of stuff that Luthen is going to deal with. Like you have you have killed people. Like what are we dealing with here? So I'm very excited to see where he goes. Um, Wes, give me give me the camera for a second. Cause I want I want to tell the people something at Disney. Um, Bob Iger. <laughs> Little children chanting is the creepiest shit in the world. <laughs> Please don't do it again in Star Wars. Yo, okay. Can we talk about the marriage cult thing? Uh, what the hell was this? Yeah, like, that's kind of weird. In the dude. eye of the father to my husband. I was like, whoa, no. And, and was my mom was there shit, with like a glass of wine at one in the afternoon being like, this is a terrible. And she's really torn up by it. All right, so I have a... <laughs> My wife and I talked about this when we watched the episode. I almost had to pause to talk about this because this hit me so hard. Um, This is like, I I think this is brilliant storytelling. Once again, is 
Like, Mon Mothma is completely out of control of the things in her life. Completely. And they are giving the character of Mon Mothma a real out for abandoning her family. It's because they have chosen to embrace these old ways that have these horrific flaws that are very imperial, that go hand-in-hand with the Empire. They've chosen to embrace these things. I love that they highlighted that. It was her idea. She found the Elder. Like, that is such brilliant storytelling we've been wondering this whole time about like how are they gonna deal with the fact that like yeah they've Uh, made her a a bratty teenager and they've made her husband kind of a shithole but like i mean that's generous but that's that's not that's not abandonment level you know storytelling but this is now suddenly so now when mon mothma leaves her family it's tragedy and it's tragedy not on my yeah. Mothma's part. It's tragedy on her family's fault for making the wrong decision. And I love that so much. That's so yeah. That's so like nuanced. In this image, she looks so tired. Yeah, she, she looks kind of yes. worn down. You know, yeah. Even her hair isn't as high as it was, and I think that's a costuming yeah. thing. Like she obviously looks amazing still, but you can tell like she's she's had a day. She's she's cried. She like she has not tried to keep up her appearance as 10,000%. She's just like, I am losing. I've lost my husband years ago. I think she's, she, she gets that, but I think she still had hope for Lita. I agree, Corey, until this episode. She's yeah. like, I still have my daughter. Ooh. I can still bring her back. She was surprised when Lita would say rude things to her. She was still a little shocked. And I think now it's like, it's, it's done. Her and daughter is going this. to, she's going to choose to marry this scumbag's yes. son. All right. That's going to be her choice now. And it's very obvious yeah. that's going to be her choice. And, and uh, and I love the dialogue between Vel and Mon Mothma of like, yeah. like surely you're not considering it. And, and she's I, I don't think she answers it actually. I think she says no. I don't think I think I it's think I think it's either. I think it's responded with silence. It's like a rhetorical yeah. question. And mm-hmm. like because she knows she doesn't have to choose. Like yeah. because her daughter is going to choose it's over. for her, right? So it's like. And the emotional toll that that is having on Mon is very, very interesting. And I hope that we do get the full – I think we will. I mean given the, the quality of the storytelling so far, but I hope we get the the full circle of the arc. Of I hope we see Mon come out of this despair into this powerful leader that's really badass. Like I hope we get that. I think Absolutely. we probably will. Hell yeah. Um, but it's going to be very interesting to see how that – how that comes about, I think, now that we have all this like family drama with with mm-hmm. Mon. I just I never would have guessed this is how this would have gone. That was creepy as shit though. The whole chanting thing around the dinner yeah. table was <laughs> real Free scary. Still. It That's was family. it yeah. was uh the shot too. It was like between there was like something in the way, right? Like prison bars almost. Like yep. it was very symbolic mm-hmm. uh, too. Yeah. All the shots in the Mothma household, if it, Mon gets pretty clear <clears> cameras, but when you're looking at other people there's always some kind of obstacle. There's always something that is obscuring the view. Yeah, um, that's true. Which is very intense. Now, uh, one question I got for you guys, which I think is kind of one of the bigger questions of this episode and will definitely affect the finale as we kind of look ahead to this that. week. Um, is is Marvel really gone? I think so, because B2 would know. But there's a lot <laughs> of speculation that this is the plant. Wow. Um, oh, really? I've not seen that. That's interesting. I, I, I don't think it is just because I don't think that's just, that's not the kind of show. Yeah, I don't think this is that kind of show. I mean, it seems like they've spent a lot of energy and time, like, explaining how sad everybody is, you know, and she's been sick, and and, and she's, what's the line he said? He says that 
she's in the wall now or something like that. Like he, there was a line. Oh yeah, yeah they the they put their ashes in a into a brick yeah. and then yeah. they put it into the wall. Look at yeah, yeah. Beautiful description of the Ferrex people. Like I love that. But I mean, this was literally like you know you know how you see those uh, those Reddit posts and things where like the dogs will go on their owner's graves and sleep and wait for yeah, them. Like, uh-huh. be, yeah. being like, can you stay for a night? Like, I need more. Oh, I was like, I, I was not <laughs> okay, oh, I guys. Yeah. I hugged my dog so hard after this because I was like, this is what it feels like. And, like... Star Wars continuing the brilliant ability to make us feel for mechanical objects as if they are animals <laughs> or people. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. 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 I want to ask... Um, Charles, I see you're about to say something, so say your thing, but I also want to ask you a second one if you're not saying this already. What do you think about Marva dying off screen? Because I, I feel like we usually see that, but they, they chose to just show us what happened after as, as opposed to yeah. the actual moment. I mean, I think very clearly they're planning to bring her back with spider legs, and we're going to see that in the finale. <laughs> <laughs> well, that took a turn. <laughs> no, I mean, I... I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, sometimes I think they do it intentionally. I mean, for instance, Kino Loy, us not seeing what happened with him, I think they did that very intentionally. Yeah. He might come back. But, good point. Good point. Um, but with Marvin, no, I think I think she's gone. I think we're meant to feel a bit like Cassian did, where he didn't get a chance to see her one last time. And, oh, wow! I mean, I don't know if they put that much Charles. thought into it, but that's how I felt. Cause you, guts, you guys man. know I was stoked for Aunt Petunia every time she was on screen. Yeah. And we could we could see her slowly, you know, getting sicker and sicker, and we didn't get to say goodbye to her just because Cassie. Yeah, didn't. yeah, maybe wow, that's what it I is. That. Charles, I hate you, man. Nah. Straight up. That is... Speaking of speaking of wow, Aunt Petunia, Charles. Speaking of Aunt I talked about you when we watched this episode because right in the middle of the episode, my wife Caitlin goes, "Holy shit!" And I'm like, "What?" And she goes, "That's Aunt Petunia." She had the realization. Like Charles has been saying that for weeks, man. Yeah, it's funny. Dang. That's that's so true though, because I think there there was that little emptiness of like, no, we should see the last moment. No, we should see the last moment. And that I mean, isn't that the that's the hardest part of losing someone in real life, right? Is like the you want to try to make it there, and and that's the whole thing. Like, make sure you get there and say your last things. And um, we 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 gosh, we don't talk about him a lot when we talk about these shows hilariously. But Diego Luna, yeah, is is the backbone of this show. And I think, I think so. the way he plays that phone call of realizing that he will never get to say goodbye and that he missed mm-hmm. it and that he was – the Empire robbed him of that moment. Like, uh-huh. all that was silent. It was. Not, yeah, all that it was, was just in looks. Like, we're meant to understand not that her death is sad. We're meant to understand the effects that her death has on, yes. like, the community and on Cassian right. and on the other characters and, like yep. – that's what we're meant to understand. So, like, Ferrix, I mean, so she, in a lot of ways, she's like a, a martyr, I think, um, is how we're supposed oh, to understand sure. that, right? right? It's like, because, you know, she's been very rebellious here in the very end. And mm-hmm. I think that she's been a little preachy, and they haven't maybe highlighted that well enough. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how Ferrix changes. Um, yeah. The, and the daughters of Ferrix, like, what is, is that like daughters of the American Revolution? <laughs> like, like, what are we, what are what we talking about? Like, like, they say they need, because Brasso was like, B, the daughters need you for something. And like, yeah, grave importance, about? he said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I that's am, very interesting. interesting. Very interesting. Um, yeah. Very oh, interesting. okay. Real quick. Sorry, I want to ask you guys a huge question, but Dale just Dale just put up a quote. I was reading that. I think he's dropping in some yeah. of the dialogue from the keynote from speech Luther's earlier. Speech. Yeah, that that's, was very yeah. good. 
Yeah. Um, the, go go for it, it, man. Re, okay. Yeah. Re, read that first one. It's incredible. The, the first one says, uh, calm, kindness, kinship, love. I've given up all chance at inner peace. I've made my mind a sunless place. I share my dreams with ghosts. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> oh my! This is Star Wars. I just can't believe that dialogue I is real. I share my dreams with God. I could get a tattoo on my body. I share my <laughs> dreams with. God. Uh, and there's that formula thing. He says, "I wake up every day to an equation I wrote 15 years ago, for which there is only one conclusion: I'm damned for what I do." Oh my! <laughs> That's what just, Corey says about uh, Utini every morning. Every single day. <laughs> oh man, I love that. Like, yeah. how do you? How do you? You're sitting at a computer, and there's a blank Word document, and you're like, oh, my imagination. I, I, I'm I, damn for what I do. Like, you just come up with that out of your brain. I don't know. It's like some writers just have the ability to do that. God. Like, you know, similar to that writer of that CNBC article I was reading earlier that referred to the second hmm. banana. So, you know, yeah. some people yeah. just uh, <laughs> have the gift. Some people just have the gift. You know what I mean? But so. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, uh, yeah, I think we're – I'm very interested to see how this Daughters of Ferrix thing is going to come about. Um we should probably talk about Ferrix a little more too, because it certainly seems yeah. like uh, we're going to Ferrix. It seems like everything's That's... coming back to Ferrix, man. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Cyril, Cyril knows about it now. Like Dedra knows about it now. Cassian's co- coming back, absolutely. <laughs> right. I love that. Like, I love Fix, that. I love Fix that. Is there as a as a husk, like. Yeah, I love that uh, Cyril like robbed his mother on the way out too. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah, like, that was cutthroat. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, Hell yeah, <laughs> that was. Cutthroat. I gotta say, he is he is a little shit stained, uh, but I enjoy Cyril so me. much, man. Like, I really do get a kick out of him. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I don't know, very. He's turned out to be a very complex character that we have yeah. still not figured yeah. out after all this time. Like. I, I think, think we will too. Yeah, I think Season he has two. that psychopath vibe thing going. Um, yeah, Norman Bates, <laughs> yeah. mommy issues, and some psychopathy. Yay! Yeah, very uh, good. Uh, I think it's all coming back to Ferrix. I don't have any clue. Uh, is there anything else we want to talk about this episode before we speculate a little bit? Yes. Hit it. Um, <laughs> when uh, Melshi and Cassian decide to break for it. To steal these alien ships, yeah, and oh yeah, the aliens. <laughs> they think, awesome. they think that they are are they they they're Scott. We're fast. We can do it. There's no problem. And then, ah, I got you. <laughs> it's like these it's like weird Spider-Man got them. I know, dude. These gross, really slimy nets, dude. I hate this. The one, <laughs> like the one, know those, was you know those... near someone's mouth, and it made me oh, actually no. nauseous. <laughs> Do you know those? Uh, you know those like those gummy like hands that you can get at, like a vending machine that you can like yeah, flick and it sticks to the wall and you pull it back. Oh That's God. what these nets are made of. It's like but little all gummy over hands. your body. <laughs> can we just? All right, we we have we have joked on this. We, we've joked a little bit before about like the show has a has a stark absence of aliens a little bit. Yeah, they they finally put some aliens in the show, and I gotta say, you know what? I'm kind of glad we've had a stark absence of aliens (laughs) up to this point because these guys use them sparingly. It looks like. Have you seen those? uh, Have you seen that uh, Halloween costume of like the old Hooters women that have like. You know, their boobs under their shirt. It looks like... I don't live in Texas. <laughs> I, have I have no idea exactly. Dude, oh, I, I, I'll show you but all. But now I can't look, not see it. Oh his boobs God. are hanging out under his shirt. <laughs> That's, That's just the belly Dusting. Dude, these look like... They look like they look like the goblins from, like, The Hobbit, is what I think they look like. These were yes. the grossest, They're weirdest... 
goofy as <laughs> one of them has like a knife for a hand too, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like, got like a freaking yeah. pirate hand or something. But this also, was... but also, they were super <clears throat> chill. They was were like, yeah. like, oh shit, okay, Dude, that, go? that took a turn that I was not expecting. Like, me neither. That I was just. Screwed. That was. Weird, I like. Man. I like. I can't remember his name, but I like that he ended like there. He this is. Guy. That guy's out, like literally has chased me through haunted houses a hundred percent in my childhood. <laughs> like that is you know the butcher. Like? That's the zombie butcher. It is, He's dude. Got this a... guy looks like a prisoner on Davy Jones' ship in the Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean movies. Like he is has been a... mixed with a crab and a, and a, and a knife. And he's now a is that a knife man. or is it a spatula? You be the judge. Uh, he's the Ashley <laughs> slasher from SpongeBob. That's what he is. <laughs> these guys <laughs> are so ugly and stupid. I, I, just... I liked how I can't remember. They did his a great name, job. But he, yeah, he ended like up. every mm-hmm. sentence with like, "Hey, buddy!" Like you would just be like, "These guys thought yeah. they're gonna take our ship." Hey, buddy! Like. I love that. <laughs> yeah. They had a really good time. They really had a good time. I, I was again I, I agree with you, Corey. I'm I'm actually completely fine with not having a bunch of uh uh aliens in the show just because I think that the storytelling with the with the actors have been so good. Just plain and simple. The actors have been so good I don't I don't need a lot of latex. But if you're gonna bring in some aliens for a second, full set. These guys were hella fun. Full set. These guys were great. I, Why I did will they save help them? That was one thing I that know. I didn't. They hate the empire. Hate, I guess they hate the they empire. They just have yeah. any love for the empire. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they thought they were imperials, and then he's like, "No, man, no, we, we escaped from the prison." They're like, "Oh, sorry, man." They killed all, yeah. they killed all. The I fish. didn't get that the first. Yeah, I didn't get that the first yeah. watch through either. I, it didn't really occur to me like they were just saying, "No, we're we're uh, escaped from the empire. The empire is the one that runs that prison." And they were like, yeah. "Oh, okay," and <laughs> then but they just you like let loose. Right. I anyway. thought. My bad. <laughs> I, yeah, I was gonna say. I will say this. Uh, this little scene with these aliens is really the first moment in this entire show that took me out for a few a few seconds because, like, oh sure, yeah, it, it was just it was a little. It seemed like there was maybe maybe editing like mistakes or something. Like you're right, Wes. Like on the first watch, like the dialogue didn't really connect and. I don't know, maybe that was maybe that was intentional of like we were supposed to be very as confused as they were a little bit, but like mm-hmm. I think it's probably was the decomposing <laughs> cabbage patch doll of an alien there on the left. Yeah. I think that's probably what it is. <laughs> decomposing <laughs> Charles, your patch commentary doll. is like aliens in Andor. It's not used a lot, but when it does, it really just hits me in a great way. <laughs> All right. So yeah, they were I'm, great. I'm glad um, you brought that up, Wes. <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, but yeah, let's go finale. So so for our audio listeners. Ones. I'm assuming, again, everyone has, we have jobs, we have things we have to do. Maybe you haven't watched the finale yet, but it may be out by now. But as of now, we have a couple days. We're going to go into the Thanksgiving holiday. Two days. I definitely agree. I think we're going to Ferrix. I think Cassian is going to get there, just, again, try to go for the funeral or try to go for something. Maybe he's angry. Um, But it does really feel like somehow, as spread out as this show has been, which it really has. I mean, we've had Coruscant. We've all these planets. Cassian's had a story. We had Aldani. It seems like the mastery of this show has been bringing all the main players to Ferrix for a final confrontation that yeah. will then spur us into season two. Like I, I ideas. want, I want to get everybody's like three, like most dramatic. All the all your bets are on these three plot points. Ooh, <laughs> and let's see, we'll see who gets, we'll see who gets close. Uh, maybe we can mm-hmm. make it interesting somehow. How can we make it? I think Cassian shoots Cyril. I don't think he, he doesn't kill him, but he oh, he fires him. on him, and I think it hits him with a. Bolt. I think Cyril might attack Dedra to get Ooh. to what he wants. I like that. That's dramatic. I think uh, I think Luthen is dead. 
in the final oh episode. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. I, think Already. I, think they, I think they kill him this season. Because they can't uh, afford the actor for next season? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's He's it. very sensitive. <clears throat> oh, I, oh uh, Cassian kills Dr. Gorsk after he sees what happened to Bix. I think he just shoots mm, the guy in the head. Maybe. Oh. I can maybe see that. That's not bad. What about you, Wes? What do you got? Mm. Think this aliens are going to yeah, flip think... some hamburgers? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I think Cyril has a mental breakdown when he sees when he sees Cassian like in person that he's there and that their ISB is not doing anything about it. Like the ISB wants to take him alive, but they don't take him like right as they see him. They're like, we'll just wait till they do. They're like, he's, he's freaking right there. Go after him. And he just like Loses. starts running and then like gets shot in the back because they don't, they don't want to ruin the plan. Yeah, okay. Something like that. that. I like that. Uh, cracks. Oh, uh, B2, em- B2 uh, survives and is fine. I hope so. Real controversial I, I, opinion there, Eric. <laughs> I will I will bring Bob Chapik back and replace Bob Iger if that doesn't happen. Just keep retaining the Bob. So whoever's gonna keep B2 safe. That's all I care Cyril's, about. Cyril's mom turns him in for stealing her money. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh we meet Uncle Harlow. That. Yeah. That could be sick. Maybe that maybe Uncle maybe Uncle Harlow. It's somebody we actually know. Hey, yeah, what if what if somebody in the rebellion what if, uh, Quad Paw's first name is Harlow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harlow Quad Paw. Harlow Quad Paw. What if uh, what if Uncle Harlow is that that actually the real name of that boss guy that Mon Mothma met, like or whatever the Chendril and that's not. Like, oh yeah, oh, right. They have different names. Davo Skelton. Uh, I think I think it'd be a, a little early, but I think uh, we could maybe see Mon Mothma like go into hiding or something like that. Like, yep. like she she fully enters that. the I rebellion like rebellion phase mm-hmm. in the in the finale. I could maybe mm-hmm. see that. So like like we, they would set up the next season really nicely. I think of like yeah, you know, Mon Mothma's in the rebellion now. Uh, Luthen is gone. He's not yep. like controlling yep. all the all the pieces anymore. Uh, Cassian is now fully in the rebellion somehow. I think that's Cassian's going to leave with Vel. He's going to escape with Vel. Yeah. Well, mm. Cinta is still on Ferex, We remember. Yeah. yeah. So she's she's in she's the working piece. in the bar. I also will say as as a little behind the scenes thing. Um, you know they've been, they've actually been doing a decent amount of uh, online promo with the actors, like, asking them yeah. Twitter questions and stuff throughout. Like, if you guys have followed the official Star Wars Twitter account and things like that, they've been asking a lot of questions, which is good. Um, <laughs> the, the actress of Cinta, there's our Sergeant Mosk. I, I, he's not coming back. That's all we get to him, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> but the actress who plays Cinta, they asked her, what's your favorite episode? And she says, you haven't seen it yet. It's the finale of season one. Oh, my God. So oh. I think that there is a... Uh, again, I think everyone's everyone is involved. All the main characters are involved in the episode. Um, but I, I I do agree. If I if I was to put it like those are a lot of my dramatic things. All my chips are in on Cassian is rebellion. Yeah, I think so. Confirmed I think that, by the end of the episode, without a doubt. And I wouldn't be surprised if everybody else is sacrificed along the way. Like like in in a yeah. way. I mean, based on what we know and based on what. Um, well, what's his name said at Celebration too, right? That um, you know, the first season is all this time leading up to Tony Gilroy, joining, right? Yeah, yeah. Tony Gruley, all this time leading up to Cassian joining the rebellion, and then the next season he's in, and it's all the time before yeah. the Rogue One that would Rogue fit One. a little bit. So I don't I know. I think Luthen lives, and I think Cassian gives Luthen Nemec's manifesto because we saw he got it back. 
I forgot it, about yeah, that. Yeah, we did see him get it on back. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. I mean, and for a hot minute there, I really thought that, that maybe we just abandoned that. Like, oh, we didn't run the manifesto back? Dude, yep. no, man. Tony Gilroy yep, is too professional for that shit. I just can't <laughs> exactly. believe we... Listen, Mandalorian 100% would have abandoned that shit. We, we, <laughs> yeah, never yeah, we'll we never would have saw it again. In Book of Boba Fett, we would have not only saw it again, we would have pretended it didn't exist. Like, yeah. No, they, <laughs> they would have dropped that as, as fast as they dropped Gina Carano, man. They would have been like, nope, never existed. Never happened. Nope. Maybe we'll come never back happened. to it nope. with another Filoni project in like two decades or some shit. Yeah. Like, I just, no, I'm very surprised they came back all the way around to that. He, it was in the same place. He went and got his damn box back. <gasps> oh, hold on. I got I got, I got <laughs> right. one. I got, I got one. I before, got, I got, before. Let's go. Let's because, go. Let's because go. you said that, Corey, I'm sorry. Did Cassian, did Cassian get it on with this alien? <laughs> no, I think, I think he stuck in. I think he stuck in. <laughs> But also maybe. But also maybe. Also, is that is that is that Jen? Then why did they show this? Is that Jen Urso's? Is that Jen Urso's cellmate, cellmate in the beginning of yeah. Rogue One? Similar snore. I mean, yo, you got a lot it's of definitely, tentacles. That's definitely, this, it's one hundred percent the same alien. There's without a doubt. That's yeah. Oh yeah, alien. it's the same species. <laughs> God, okay. that's going to be in from a Sorry, certain point Eric, of view. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail no, no, no. your comment. And from a certain point of view, Rogue One that we get in the next 40 years, they're absolutely going to put in that sex scene of Cassian uh, stripping <laughs> that alien. Oh, my God. Stop it. Uh, I, I th- okay, I have a new thought. This is – God, I, I'm confident about this, but also it's very specific. The last shot of the season, I think, is Luthen introducing Cassian to Mon Mothma. <clears throat> I think we're finally going to bring those two leader storylines together. And then season two, everyone is for rebellion. Because I think you're right, Corey. Mon Mothma is now going to, quote, unquote, abandon or, or leave her family and become the rebellion leader. <clears throat> I think Cassian is going to do his Ferric stuff, and he's going to go off. And I think we're next season we're going to have this full team then doing missions throughout the years. So I think yeah. that that is how we end the season. <clears throat> do we know within the timeline when Moth Moth... Mothmoth. When Moth 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 When Moth 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 When she leaves the Senate and is actually full rebellion, do we know that? It's no. around this time because there's that massacre that she mentions happening. With the Bothans? No. Yeah, many no, bothans died to bring us this information. <laughs> that was not a good line in 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 Return of the Jedi. I'm so shocked that like we got here for this. So, yeah, what, yeah. I wonder if we're ever going to get that story of the bothans dying. It's probably already a story. <laughs> what am I saying? In Legends, it's 100 percent a story. I don't know oh, if it yeah. is in canon yet. I don't think it is in canon. I don't think so. Not yet, at least. Anyway, but I think I think it's all possible, and I think that. Well, right, I, so I, I have I, I have I have Luthen dead. Yeah. I have yep. uh, Mothma uh, back to the rebellion, or like as leaving her life behind. Essentially, what was the other one I said? Oh, I said everyone's going to sacrifice himself for Cassian. Those are my three. Yeah. I think that I'm going for. That's three good ones. Uh, I, I, so I said uh, 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 Cassian and and Mon Mothma are going to be introduced to by by Luthen at the end. I think uh, Cassian shoots Cyril, and I think B two is fine. Okay. Those are all my, my big ones. Um, okay. I just think Cyril gets shot because he goes into a nervous breakdown. Okay, right? nervous by the Empire, is good. Like, by his, by yes. friendly fire. <clears throat> and then I also think his mother turns him in. <clears throat> all right, okay. those are good. Charles, what are you? Charles, I what think are you thinking, man? Cyril attacks Dedra, so they're at odds. Mm-hmm. I think okay. the episode ends with Vel helping Cassian escape despite the last time they saw each other. 
And I think that Harlow Quadpaw makes an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> You'd oh, love man. nothing more. He's your, he is your glup shitto, isn't he? Yeah, Quadpaw. he really That's is. Guy now. They're watching right now, and they're doing rewrites as we speak. They're like, God, we got to get this ass two days. <laughs> you messed up. But the great part about this is that next week, I will already say, next week's Living Force is going to be all about the finale of Andor. I mean, this has been, again, the, some of the best stuff we've ever gotten in the Star Wars universe. I mean, it's we risky to say this before it. the finale, but a flawless experience from beginning to end. Like, what the hell? Okay, like, yeah. I mean, I, genuinely, I don't I know. I'm not playing it. This is our show. It's my favorite 100%, show. 100%. 100%. Do you have any real criticism of the show? Because, frankly, I no. do not think I have any single real piece of criticism of the whole damn show. I just cannot nope. freaking believe that. Anything okay you, that holds okay water. Yeah, nothing not, that sticks. Either. I said I did say the aliens thing. Like maybe maybe the aliens looked a little uh, goofy to me. Count, but I don't though, know if right? that's real criticism or not. If I watched it no. again, I'm probably yeah. fine. But no, this is this is my this is a Rogue One shot right here too, baby. By the go, way, yeah, yeah. this right. is just as far as a TV show, a Star Wars project. I mean, like every single qualifier I can put on it, it is my favorite. Thing. And I think it is Ever. also the best thing because like, your favorite and the best sometimes don't correspond, which is fine. Like sometimes we have different reasons for loving things. I think in this particular case, my favorite show and the best show are coinciding. I think this is the best television show I've watched this year, and it's also my favorite. And as far as Star Wars goes, I put it there. I was at dinner the other night with some really great friends of mine who I love, and we were talking about Andor, and I was like, I think it's the best Star Wars thing. And they're like, Well, I mean, outside the original trilogy, and I'm like, No. Yeah, I said that like, to somebody I, like, too. <laughs> I said that to somebody too this no, week. I'm like, really, uh, they're like, uh, uh, yeah. Somebody was like, yeah. I mean, it can't be better than Empire. And I was like, I think it might be better than Empire. And they were like, what the yeah. hell? Like, it was hilarious. Yeah. I've said that a couple times yeah. actually. Like, we also have a whole other season coming. Like, I know yeah. it's going to be twenty times as long as pretty Empire. impressive. You know what and, I mean? Like, uh, and I know that I know that we've we've like chilled pretty hard on like some of the live action shows and stuff, but like I think we haven't really been too quiet about our criticisms of especially like Book of Boba Fett, which I no. think we all left with a fairly neutral experience. And yeah, this this show is genuinely pretty freaking flawless. I just I just can't believe it. Like I've heard people say, I've seen people say it doesn't have lightsabers in it, so it's not Star Wars, and I'm like, that's objectively stupid. So yeah. shut the hell up. Uh, but other than no. that, it's a bigger world out there. The, the, the Jedi are just the smallest yeah. part. Oh right? yeah, sorry. Luke Skywalker is gonna appear on Ferrix um, as a child <laughs> and, <laughs> and accidentally yeah. force push Dedra away into a vat of molten lava. There you go. There you go. Are you happy? Soka makes an appearance. Are you happy? Star Wars theory. I'll call you out. Please God, do not put a freaking Ahsoka cameo in this show. I mean, maybe, no. maybe fine. All right, let me, let me back that up. That sounded really harsh. I, I, I like Ahsoka no. fine. She's a great character. I trust but, the. I trust the. I, I trust the creators. I trust yeah. that. I mean, Tony Gilroy is putting. Exa- I mean, because also like no. Sagarera is is a cameo character, but God, he fits perfectly. You know. Yeah, Ahsoka doesn't need this show. They there she has plenty going for her. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. God. Big this is, fan. This is just so good. It's so great, and and again next week it'll be done. And it's it's weird because I was telling I was telling Charlie about this. You know, I had a moment in my life where my weeks were filled with NFL football, House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, and Andor every week. And now House of the Dragon's done, Rings of Power's done, now Andor's going to be done. And I think just as nerds watching television, it just behooves us to realize like we this is just so awesome, and I'm so glad. That stuff like this is being given the budget and the time and dedication that it deserves. 
Like, they don't have to worry about getting five seasons because they know they got two. They don't have to worry about bringing in enough aliens or lightsabers because they know the story from the beginning. And, like, it sounds simple, but, God, if there's ever been a proof of concept you need, this is it. Oh, I know. These last few episodes alone. Like, you could bring in major er- major ca- actors like Circus for New People. You could bring in no names. Like, the rest of the characters we're in love with, you know? It's rad. Yeah, this seems like a good template for stuff to, to springboard. But they it's changed every single TV episode. It's gotten better. Not yep. exponentially better, but it's gotten better, and they're figuring it out. They're yeah. figuring out that TV is like, that's where you bring in a broader audience than having to... Go to the movies, buy popcorn, yep. actually make carve out time. You can just plop down on your couch and watch it at any time. I would really exactly. like. That's I would really like to like. I don't know if it's even possible to do this. I don't think it is. I would really like to. This is a businessy nerd of me. I would like to see the like how they calculate the value of these types of things because these projects cost yeah. as much as movies do, and yeah, like that you can't like directly measure the revenue, right? Because it's no. it's it's and, and I mean, the viewership of this is lower than Mandalorian, uh-huh. but also like there's no way they didn't know that, right? Because like when you're going sort in Andor, of. the Rogue One show, like has everything been less this? than Mandalorian <laughs> though? I mean, I'm certain yeah. it has, right? Because yeah. you could Man- probably indirectly is number one. Is number one. You could probably indirectly relate this to subscription buys, like especially when Mandalorian came out. Yep. Um, But like renewals, renewals every year, you see that too. I mean, you're not going to get everybody that will. It's going to be solely Disney Plus, but you'll have the bundle. But still, there's got to be some kind of correlation there with subscriptions and renewals. And I will say again, when Funkos, give me the Lego (laughs) of the ship with the spinny lightsabers. Coolest thing. You know, I've those are the ever first thing to break space. off, and you're on that Funko just so or those cool. little red lasers. Oh, just break. It's just so cool. <laughs> I'm so in love with it. But, fellas, I'm so glad. I'm I'm just so glad this is so good. We chat about it next week. We're gonna bring you all our finale thoughts, and we're also gonna take a look back at the season as a whole. You know, we're gonna talk about some of our favorite moments. We're gonna look at it at season two, which I believe actually started shooting today or yesterday. Season two is like wow. actively. In progress, currently. Well, I thought they had already done it. Nope. So, <laughs> okay. honestly, we're, 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 we'll probably be without Andor until fall 2023 at earliest. I'm probably going to guess early 2024. Um, wow. Ooh. It's crazy to even consider. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. regardless of when it comes out, though, we'll be here. And, hey, we got Mando Season 3 coming next spring, which I'm just going to say, it better be really good. Because I'm sorry, this has really raised the bar for what I want my Star Wars. You, y'all. Said, Man- you said Mandalorian's coming in the spring. Is what you yeah, said? yeah, that's yes, right. Yes, sir. And Bad Batch season two. So. Yeah, man, Mandalorian's got a high bar now, man. Like yeah. I just uh, after getting this just kind of pure storytelling experience, going back to a lot of cameos, a little bit of forced Baby Yoda. I feel like uh, Luke Skywalker being yeah. in and out. Like that's going to be a little yeah. hard to me. I think. I mean, all that was novelty yeah. at the time, but I think like looking back a little bit now, I'm, I'm like, I've really enjoyed this refreshing taste of new and different stuff with yeah. Kenobi and Andor, and yep. like, you know, uh, I'm sure I'm going to love it when when it gets here. I'll be super excited about it. But like, I had this weird kind of dread a little bit about going back to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird, right? It's like now, I, it's, we do have Bo-Katan got... sitting on the throne of Mandalore. So, like, if, if it's Mandalore lore and they go into like yeah, that, that could history, be fun. Like that that could be really awesome. And I hope yeah. they really lean into that stuff. If they, but cool. they really need to leave behind the moneymaker, right? They need to leave behind Baby Yoda. We've been saying that forever, and like, 
I don't know. It's like you. It's like when you eat like a whole lot of candy. I think one of you guys made this analogy recently. If you if you eat a whole lot of candy, like it makes you sick. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. delicious. It's candy, but like now you don't like even thinking about candy because you got so sick, right? That's kind of how I yeah. feel about Mandalorian and, and the Filoni-verse. Ah, it's you're all such kinda, an adult. I know, it sucks, man. It's, it's, called, like it's called a hangover, Corey. <laughs> I'm never well, drinking we'll again, Charles. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, so times. we'll be here for all, for all of your, your... We'll be here for the baby Yoding. We're here for the Andor ring. But at the end of the day, we're getting this amazing thing. And gosh... How cool that these amazing creators said yes to all this, and they're all as passionate. I mean, you look at anything Diego Luna says. You look at anything Fiona Shaw, Tony Gilroy. They talk about this show with the show with the amount of care that we that we feel about it. So, everyone listening, everyone watching, let us know your thoughts about the finale. What do you think is going to happen? If it's already happened, let us know how much you loved it. Let us know if, oh my god, it's old Jedi. They completely ruined it. Who knows? We'll find out next week. Uh, but... <laughs> For now, oh my God, my, fr- so- <laughs> my friends, <laughs> well, that'll do it.